0: You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. For too long, rental housing has existed as a lesser-than-choice to home ownership. Now, we can choose to rent because it enhances the life we want. Rise has a vision for rental housing that will shape our communities and create a meaningful connection between you and the place you call home. Rise is evolving rental housing, and it starts with you. How would you like to live? Visit homesnotforsale.com to have your say. Welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. I am thrilled to introduce Stephen here today. Uh, I've been a fan for a long time. I've been attending events he's been organizing. He's been a big cultural uh, mover and shaker in the city of Vancouver, and I'm excited for what he has to share today about, I feel like, uh, like he's moving and shaking, uh, some big things around the world. So a bit about Stephen. uh, he is the guardian of RISE's unique culture and public identity. Stephen leads all creative output and ensures that RISE's strategic direction is clearly represented by its corporate brand and maintained throughout all areas of the company from acquisitions through development, sales, construction to customer care. Yes, you heard it. Stephen comes from the amazing world of building homes and houses. Passionate about the future of cities, especially Metro Vancouver, where he calls home, Stephen's unique career has spanned across markets, geographies, and disciplines. It has provided significant architecture, design, and communications expertise, and he focuses it on helping RISE produce more impactful and meaningful work. Prior to his role at RISE, Stephen was co-founder and creative director of strategic brand consultancy, Cause and Effect. Through more than a decade of projects, initiatives, and events, Cause and effect built a reputation for top tier brand thinking, social and environmental consciousness, and a culturally focused mandate to create a better city. Stephen received a Bachelor's of Environmental Studies and a Master's of Architect from the University of Manitoba, shout out to the Prairies, and professional qualifications as an architect in the UK from South Bank University. From 2008 to 2015, Stephen hosted and led the production of Pecha Kucha, name and pronunciation to be argued later, Uh, which was a night in Vancouver, one of the most successful cultural events in the history of our city. I was an attendee to many of those nights and would often try to collect the poster because it was such a cool poster to collect back in the day when I was not yet married and had posters on my walls and was allowed to put up posters. So Stephen, thank you for being here.
1: Wow, thank you for uh, having me. That was, I don't think I've ever heard anyone um, read my my bio back to me like that. That was really nice.
0: It's always a uh, joy to kind of hear it uh, said. You know, it's like you—it's like hearing your obituary, right? You get yeah. to like hear it before <laughs> you passed away. Um, so, just going to if, a quick back in time, Petra, you, the Last time I saw you, you were on stage organizing these events. D- tell me why? Why did you think, as a you know, cause and effect? You know, you would put these nights on. You know, it's a lot of work. Uh, you know, you went from different venue to different venue, um, you know, it was selling tickets. It was, you know, figuring out the alcohol licenses to all the the things that go along with events. Why did you put all that work and effort in to what cause?
1: It's uh, a good question. Um, So, I mean, when it began, it was it was like a classic. Um, it's kind of classic grassroots exercise where where you begin something with without thinking too hard about about what you're planning um so so take taking it back so we began in 2008 um jane and i moved to vancouver in 2003 and then kind of started our own thing in 2005 and so petrakech had been going kind of globally sort of quietly for for a couple of years there and And we were doing an exhibition in, in, um, Vancouver and, and part of the exhibition was, was looking to do a couple of sort of talks and events and so on. And, and so I reached out to the Pitch folks in, um, in Tokyo. And so I said, Hey, you know, here's, here we are in Vancouver. What are you guys planning? Maybe, maybe we could do this. And they, and they actually said, um you you were one of seven groups from Vancouver who have applied to do Pecha and you have to send us and we had to send kind of all this information about who we were and what wow. we, kind of credentials and what our plans were. And, and they ended up sort of saying, okay, we've selected you guys to, to do this thing. So it was, it was actually quite kind of official and I, and I kind of appreciated that. And then, um, and then it began, it began as a kind of, you know, one-off and then a, a sort of two-off thing where we sort of did a couple of nights and got a, you know, a reasonably good response. And people were like, Oh, this is kind of fun. Okay, cool. And so then we were like, Oh shit, we should, maybe we should do another one of those things. And so then we, then we found a venue, which was this hilarious thing, which is called for, for those Vancouverites out there, the park cinema, which is this mm-hmm. old movie theater on, on Cambie, And, and it had um, it had a licensed bar. And, and so you could, if you rented out the theater, you could, you know, take advantage of the licensed bar so that was this kind of great thing about um you know eating popcorn and drinking beer um yeah. and and we were able to sell the beer at our own prices i, c- I can't remember actually why that happened but we sold cheap yeah. beer and
0: yeah like three beers for five and, bucks and, yeah and, and and they were and, glass and they would roll down yeah. the theater all the time though that was the thing between right. talks you'd hear this clink, clink 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 clink
1: yeah so so it, there was a real kind of um it was a really unique moment. I think that that when the when the event went to that theater, um, at that time in Vancouver, where where there was a kind of, um, I would say a, a sort of self discovery sort of trend going yeah. on. Let's call it like yeah. there weren't a ton of talk events like no. that. TED was still, I, I don't in an, in its infancy if 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 at all. Um, yeah. And so and so that stuff had had was sort of percolating and and we yeah. just happened to be the group that came along I think at the right time and and just sort of shone a light on all these kind of things that were happening so so it, it and then it just went nuts like we had yeah. we it would sold, sell out in minutes I remember we were, whenever we sold, they would go on sale yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we sold that we, we we would sell a thousand tickets in an hour and um and so that was yeah that was a kind of it was a weird little cultural phenomenon and it had its had its time. And, um, and, and I mean, for us, that time was, was quite substantial. We, we, did, we did that through almost 40 different events and, and, uh, hundreds of speakers and, and thousands of guests and, and, uh, and then it just kind of, and then, and then it just kind of ran its course, you know, yeah. for us, like, like we were, I think the thing about that event and, and I call it Pachacucha, but, but yeah. who knows, Pachacucha's is great. Um, the thing about it is it's, it's, it's so um, it's, it's sort of the ultimate in formula, right? Everybody gets 20 seconds per image and it, and it, you know, goes along automatically. And so what's nice about it is that you can see a whole bunch of different people, but they all talk in kind of a similar type of format. But, you know, by the time we had done 40 of these things, you felt a bit like you were going through the motions and I, and I wanted to stop doing it before, Before that, before I felt like we were kind of doing that. And so, so I said to Jane, um, you know, I think maybe we should think about not doing this anymore, or maybe we should get to 40. And she said, well, if you don't want to do it, let's just stop doing it because we don't want to do it if we don't want to do it. And, And so then we stopped at like 37 or 38 or something. And so it, it, it. I couldn't bring myself to get all the way to 40 cause it felt inauthentic or something. So anyway, so, so it, it, it was really quite an an amazing part time in, in our lives and, and established relationships that will go on forever here in Vancouver. And, and my, yeah, my Rolodex is, is ridiculous because of that um, event. And, um, and yeah, I joke about the fact that I was a kind of C-list, I, I was C-list celebrity status in Vancouver for about four years. And, uh, and now I'm and now I'm just and now I'm just just an old guy who uh, lives in North Van.
0: Oh man! But the 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 magic of it was again Ted. You know the the Simon Sinek's TED video had just gone viral at the time, so people were aware of TED through that and other means. But it was like um, it was you know TED was all about ideas, and, and maybe you'd see four or five or sometimes ten slides. Where this they were forced to do slides. They were forced to work in a system, and if they were a bad talk or they weren't good slides, you knew that it was going to end soon, and it could go on to the next person. And and you always went in at least one to two to three. You, you, sometimes all of them were incredible. But you always knew you were going to get something out of the evening.
1: Yeah, and we and we spent we spent a fair amount of time curating curating people. Um, and and so, but you know, we couldn't know everybody and predict everything. And 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 we certainly weren't um, set up like a TED where we would. Ask people, you know, what are you going to speak about? Send me your images. What, do, how are you going to talk? All that kind of stuff. So, so we took a flyer on, you know, ninety percent of the people who were there, and, yeah. and I, I kind of liked that that sort of. It was, oh, yeah. it was, it was a bit of a risk for me as well. So we would we would sit in the audience, and you know, I would introduce the person, and then every single time I'd walk off the stage, going, well, fuck, I hope yeah. this goes, hope this goes okay, and and I had my, my shtick was sort of. Um, like I I, I I sort of had a little bit of a, a I don't want to say sort of critiquing humor, but I you but did. I did. no you did no I you were great did. you were but you were I
0: kind did. and respectful but a little tongue in cheek you'd have a little tongue yeah. in your cheek every once in a while yeah
1: yeah there were moments when people needed to get called out and yeah. and I and I jumped on those and and I think the audience kind of appreciated that yeah. and and I did it in a way that I don't think I got a couple of I got a couple of emails that maybe said hey you were a little but anyway that was fine.
0: What was the talk and, and I don't remember who the speaker was, but they spoke about independent restaurants in Vancouver and all, every slide was a different restaurant in Vancouver and their whole call was sh- eat at independent restaurants, don't eat at franchises or big brands because we need yeah. to support the creativity in local restaurants. And I did yeah. that, I, I, I took the challenge. So for the good next year and, and even to this day, I choose that when I can.
1: That was. Um, I'm pretty sure what you're talking about was, was Andrew Morrison okay um andrew morrison runs scout magazine okay. in yes. uh, in vancouver and it is the sort of probably the most knowledgeable food source okay. in in vancouver um and uh and it, you know it's interesting andrew and i have had a have had an ongoing relationship s- since those days on all, all sorts of different things and 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 i'll and i'll Tie this back into into the the work I do today because because I I've hired Andrew actually to act as a um, I would call him a kind of source sorcerer a uh, a, a sorcerer of of cool mm-hmm. um, for our rental projects because what we realized with rental is that and and, and this is this is where my um, founder the founder and CEO of my company is his voice is in my ear a little bit where he's like, don't give away our secrets. <laughs> and, uh, and then I have to say, you know, ideas, ideas are the, are the easy part, right? You got to execute yeah. on them. Right. Yeah. So, so there's not a lot to, and give away an idea. It doesn't mean anyone's going to do anything with it. But I think that, but what we realize with our rental stuff is that, is that commercial, the commercial components of, of communities have been a, a drastically undervalued source of culture and activity and mm-hmm. connection to community and so yeah. on. And so, we're approaching our, our retail um, areas of our projects with a with a, a much more sort of um, curatorial view, let's say. Incredible. And Andrew is is helping us us do that because we've identified that if I can bring in, you know, if I have six different tenants, if, if all six of those tenants can be independent, unique, special people in Vancouver, then I can actually increase the value of the overall development because, uh, so, so rather than, you know, the chains coming in and providing me with security, I can actually get more security out of, out of smaller, more independent groups. And, uh, and so Andrew's my, uh, Andrew's like my my secret agent on that. Uh,
0: so we'll see. Uh, that's incredible. And, and part of why I, I think I'm so excited about having you on the show was not just the history and my experience with with the events that you produce, but the whole world of building developers. It's it's a lot of my the work we do for my day job at Jelly, but I've never met a developer uh, that has the philosophy that you have right now when it comes to rental properties. Typically in and have I've been a renter and I've been an owner, and so... I feel like you are doing something colossal uh, just from um, you know a, a shift perspective on actually bringing dignity to renters and saying that it's actually awesome to be a renter and choosing to be a renter can be a choice, can be a lifestyle choice. Whereas I think for so long in TV shows and in movies and in even copy and marketing pieces, they've always said, well, if you have to rent or, or, or they're marketing to their owners and say, hey, you could buy this so that you could get some renters, right, and get some tenants. Whereas I feel like you are actually Putting renters who have chosen to live that lifestyle uh, in a really respected position.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a big topic. Um, so I'll give you a little bit of background on on why uh, w- where it came from from my perspective. So I um, so so first of all, I, I started life as an architect. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was kind of where my career began, and then I I left architecture to. To start this, um, at the time, this kind of it was a design agency that my wife and I were starting. Jane and I were starting, and and the design agency sort of morphed into a brand firm. Mm. Um, and but but really, our our core knowledge and expertise and passion was around sort of city building stuff, right? So we were in we were in cultural cultural stuff we were in transportation we were in sustainability we were in in development so the a lot of our our work sort of scale scaled in and out of, of those sort of topic areas and so um and and we we did not get on with the with the development industry very well at all to be to be totally honest we were we were asking more from them than they wanted to give and and we and we got really frustrated with the kind of conversations that we would have that would start off with oh yeah yeah we want to do something totally different it's so yeah. cool we're going to be and, and then and then part way in you're like wait a minute no you don't you just want the same old crap like yeah. and so that got and i and i was kind of an I, you know i was a bit of a jerk at times and and so it didn't it just didn't go very well yeah. and um and so we stopped working with developers almost all except except one and that was and that was will Will Lynn at Rise, where Will was actually um, almost one of our first clients back in two thousand five. He was he was Rise was his his baby. It had been growing for maybe a decade, but kind of one project at a time. He had a very small team. He was he was starting to to turn into a kind of proper company, and and we we came along and helped him do you know corporate brand work project brand work messaging we even did some interior design work for him back in the early days so we had this sort of long-standing relationship and he was he was just different he did not want the same thing that every other group wanted and so we had a relationship that kind of
0: was respectful and 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 interesting and kind of inspiring and so but he also had the fortitude to carry it out as well he wouldn't just say it but then he would put his money where his mouth was
1: yeah absolutely and 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 you know, we asked him like early days. I remember saying, like, why do you get out of bed in the morning? And he was like, well, to make a billion dollars or whatever, because I think he thought that was what developers should say. Um, but I don't think he really I don't think he really meant that. And and what we discovered was, yeah, that really he got out of bed in the morning to, to do interesting stuff. And if he wasn't doing interesting stuff, then he he was he was he'd rather race cars or do do whatever. Um, and so, you know, fast forward um i don't know 15 years since since we first started working with will he came to us and said you know um i'm you know he, i think he had reached another phase in rise where he was like okay enough's enough like i need to up the meaning the meaning dial mm-hmm. and um I, I can you can you give me a little bit of help on how i might do that so we started to talk about growth planning um, diving back into brand planning, thinking about, you know, what are we trying to do? Who, who who's going to help us get there? Yada, yada,
0: yada. So um, and it wasn't just, Hey, help me figure out how to slap a B Corp logo on my stuff.
1: No, it wasn't. It was, it was, um, nothing like, against I, B Corps I
0: mean, that gets cool to become a B Corp. It's just.
1: Absolutely. If, yeah. if, if it, if, if, if your B Corp membership is integral to your business and, and like properly yeah. integrated, then I'm all for it. Um, you know, it's not, it's not, there's a, there's, a, there's some out there who, who, you know, it's a badge and that's fine too. But, but um, yeah, so, so we were looking for, you know, authentic, authentic growth and authentic evolution. And, and, um, and so he, you know, he muttered something like, if I do another, you know, lame building i'm going to kill myself like it was kind of that sort of that sort of thing and and i think the thing that people don't realize you know is that development is really hard it's really hard to do interesting things because everything every single thing is pushing you back towards
0: doing something very 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 boring What's well, the yeah. rules? There's rules. There's codes. There's policies, there's, and and you guys seem to be kicking down every door, which which is what well, a, a true creative and an artist is. Is it supposed to break the rules?
1: I think or, yeah, and it's and it's um. And it's ex- yeah, and it's exhausting. You know, it's exhausting to be like you know I I talk about that sort of pushing the rock uphill analogy all the time because it is, it is like that with us. Is that you. You push that rock, and if you take your hands off that rock for one second, it rolls backwards, and uh, and and you're and you're having to start over again. So it takes a kind of united front to, um, to 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 actually push the rock, and and so anyway, so I so I talked to Will about kind of different ideas around you know staffing ideas, team structure different ways to approach development, all kinds of projects we're, we're after, all these sorts of things and and one of the, the key parts of the pro, of, of the process is I, I said, you know I think you need what I'm going to call a chief creative officer and and what and that's not really something you find in development. You, no. you find that in in product design groups. And I said if you start to think of your developments more like products, then you're going to start at the user, Yeah. And kind of work your way backwards. That's so Um, cool. And so we so we created this role um, that was sort of a it was a bridge role between between sort of sales and marketing and development, where development's kind of focused on approvals and and keeping the consultant team moving and budgets and time and all that kind of stuff. And sales and marketing is really concerned with with the end the end goal so yeah. how do I get it in the hands of, of buyers how do I get it in the hands of renters yeah but but we wanted somebody... how
0: many pre-registrations can we get yeah. by this date and yeah. yeah
1: yeah and that's a whole nother that's a whole nother story but anyway but so we wanted something that somebody who was kind of looking at the big picture looking yeah. at it from the lens of the of the end user and yeah. and using design as the as the decision-making tool so so they went around town and they interviewed a bunch of people for this role and the kind of people from marketing backgrounds or people from from architecture backgrounds or whatever. And so the HR consultant called me up and said, hey, can we meet to talk about this role? I kind of want to get a sense of what you're thinking here. And so we had coffee and I sort of said, you know, by the end of it, it was sort of like what you should do is hire like a former architect who runs his own brand agency. And, you know, and it, it sort of and so he went to Will and said, you know what, you should just hire Steve. And, and so we were in this meeting and Will jokes to me, oh, you know, he thinks I should just hire you. And, and I, I kind of went away and went back to, to, to cause and effect. And Jane, and I said, you know, I could, I could do that role. And Jane was like, well, may, maybe you should do that role. And we had kind of reached a point with cause and effect where it was, it was like my, uh, it was like my personal brand, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I felt like. You know so so the idea that i would step away from that was this really weird yeah. um thing to think about but your one of the big one of the big carrots that was out yeah. there was you know one of will's agendas for rise was to deliver housing for locals like how do we make sure that we deliver housing that people who live in vancouver um want and and a big and so, and really for me, that was like, that's that's easy. Just let's just do rental. Um, because as soon as you do rental, yeah, then you just know that that's who you're talking to. So it was a yeah. really simple. So at that point, it was like, great, let's do rental. And then, and then as soon as we made that decision, it was like the whole world just opened up and it was like, oh, okay, now let's walk into this space, which is, oh, you know what? No one's ever done rental in you know, in all of these different ways, right? Rental traditionally was, you know, this kind of utilitarian offer that was, you know, lowest price point for the kind of lowest quality of, you know, what would you just be okay with? Okay, good. We'll give you that. Right. Um, And, and really maintenance focused and, and not really concerned with kind of community building and lifestyle and, and, um, just, just happiness and all these sorts of things that, that people think about when they when they when they think about kind of how they want to live. So, so we just sort of set that agenda in motion, and we were like, okay, let's let's do do rental, hmm. um, and uh, and let's just do it better than than it's ever been done before. And wow. and so, so that's been a that's been a long process for us. So so you know that's the other thing about development is it's so friggin slow, right? Oh, yeah. Is yes. is you have an idea you have an idea and it takes you like six years to, to prove it out. Um, and so anyway, so, so yeah, it's, um, it's interesting day. So we've got about a thousand units now, um, underway and, uh, and we're doing some interesting things, different things with the, with the brand we're, we're choosing, um, to develop what I'm, what I'm calling a rental platform, which means that basically all of our rental developments, um, exist under the same brand It'll be a sub brand from rise, um, that will launch actually will launch probably in the next month or two. Wow. Um, so it'll be a different name and that name will represent a, a new kind of rental lifestyle. Really? Yeah. Dig- would you like dignified
0: rentals? Yeah. Right? Where, where, where your ads will actually show humans and people versus just kind of very stark and kind of bleak and transactional.
1: Well, and I, I mean, it, it. How do I say this? It it responds to the I think the change that we're seeing where people are choosing to rent. Yes, rather than I know I have lots of friends and family having to rent, and so when you choose to rent, you right away have a higher demand on that on that product. Right, I've chosen this situation, so therefore you need to deliver something back to me that that lives up to my to my choice and um and so and so that's that's the that's the game and that's um, really cool and we're super excited about it and i think the the you know and just you can be you can be as exciting as you want in rental housing because um because nobody worries about having to to sell their place so we had this we had this issue in in the in the sort of condo world where you know it is a commoditized system right yes. no matter who you're talking to they are going to sell that product on at some point and therefore they, they just can't help themselves but make a purchase decision that is that is clouded by their need to sell yep. and so we've tried to do different types of design issues um, with our with our condo product. And people won't, won't do it because it's not that they don't like it. It's that they're nervous that they, somebody else won't like it. Yeah. And, and so the, you know, the, this, the city, the municipal, you know, municipal governments are, are, are nervous and won't let you do daring things. Yeah. Um, your partners, your investors and banks and partners won't let you do daring things. And then, and then the buyers won't even let you do daring things. So, so, you know, as a, as a developer, who's trying to do something different, there's not there's actually not a lot of help out there yeah. on on the on the condo side. When you get to the rental side there then there's a whole bunch of freedom that comes because people aren't so demanding. And, you yeah. know, if I if I put a pink door on your condo, you're like, "Ah, jeez, I don't know if I want a pink door on my condo. What if nobody wants to buy the pink door condo?" but I put a pink door on your, on your rental home. And you're like, Oh, look at that. My rental's got a pink door. Remember when we lived in the rental oh, yeah. with the pink door, right? Yeah. Like there's a bit of a different mentality to the, oh, yeah. to the renter. And, and, and they might even take pride in the rent in the pink door. Yeah. Um, and so we're kind of trying to tap into that, that sort of uh, that sort of, you know, f- optimistic, fun, um, a little bit more freedom and, 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 you know, resonate with the renter and, and, and say, look, you take pride in being a renter. We're right with you.
0: Yeah. It, it reminds me of the way you're talking around the um, President's Choice did a commercial a little while back, uh, I think really addressing loneliness in apartment buildings. And it was about people coming home with their groceries, of course, President's Choice bags and someone putting <laughs> yeah. some chairs and a you know, chair and table out in the hallway. And then all these other people bringing tables and chairs out and it became this big long table dinner where everyone brought their food and how it just yeah. brought this community together.
1: Yeah. And and there is something to be said like I do think that rental like when when you when you own something you are very concerned about your kind of four walls, right? It's kind of your thing. When you rent, I believe those walls come down a little bit and I think you are more open to this idea almost like well none of us own this place. So let's all not own it together. <laughs> like like there's yeah. something kind of interesting about that. So, so see, I do I, think that community could be easier to to, sh- to sort of encourage in the rental world.
0: And you know ideally that your neighbors are also in the same position, that you've all chosen this sort of lifestyle, you're all choosing to be there and probably have similar you know kind of choices in other places too maybe. Um, I gotta ask, so there's um, marketers listening right now and brand side and agency side, mm-hmm. and, and they're thinking about what you're saying. So the question is you've now gone to a brand and a, you've gone brand side from agency, and and they're giving you freedom. They're letting you do some amazing things. Why is it? How did you find that world? So I'm gonna, I'm thinking of the person who's been in your shoes, where they're banging their head against the wall. They're getting the same, doing the same cookie cutter ads all the time. They're doing the same old, same old stuff all the time. You know, you you made a big leap. You you chose to make that leap. What's your advice for others to find that place where you feel like you're in a, you're in a place where you can be yourself and you can actually do awesome things. I don't know. I mean, if you listen to me complain
1: on a daily basis about all the things I can't do, I don't. <laughs>
0: and so, even, but even today, do you, but do you think you have so much? Like the freedom you have today, is it because of the owner of Rise is choosing to be courageous and choosing? Yeah, abso- to, I mean, to-
1: f- yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I've been, I've been, um, you know, I I've been given a role that is that is pretty unique. Um, you know where where. You know, the like majority of real estate development folks are in finance and management. Yes, like that's that's the core of development, right? Because yeah. it's it's about managing risk, and you manage that risk through through time management, through financial management, and uh, and so the creative guy is is a bit of an outlier, and um and and normally the, that role is given to consultants. So you normally have a core of managers and and finance folks who hire out, um, who hire out creativity, and the and the problem with that is that you're then at the you know, at, at you know the skill of your consultant. So if your consultant delivers, great. If your consul- consultant doesn't deliver, you know there's not much you can do about it. Um, and so I feel like now that we're we're internal, we have this kind of culture um yeah. at rise of of actually valuing you know c- creativity and valuing trying to 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 push outside the status quo um yeah i there's there's you know it's 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 definitely easier to uh to to do to do bold things um and but um let me tell you it's still not it's still not a walk in the park
0: yeah it's still work uh, it's still work every day
1: Yeah. 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 And I think like for me, I think a big thing that like, how do I, how would I say this? So I'll use the, I'll use expression, amplify your actions. So, um, I think that's a big, big piece of advice I'd give marketers is, is, um, stop worrying so much about, um, telling people how great you are Mm Mm-hmm and focus more on figuring out ways to show them what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And, and that will be a very, I think, um, uh, it'll be very clear um, whether you're delivering on, on your brand promise or not. And, and so if you're not, um, if, if there's not much to amplify, <laughs> that'll be a clue that maybe, you, you know, maybe some things need to change. And, and so that's one of the things that we're trying to do at rise is, is certainly not spend so much time talking and, and spend more time just sort of opening the, the, the cape a little bit and saying, look, here's what we're doing and let people go, Oh, you know what? That's actually really cool. I really like that. Um, rather than saying, Hey, let me tell you about why you should like this. Yeah. And, um, so, and I think, I think for, for inter, what I call entrepreneurs people who are kind of trapped inside these organizations, it's like, it's like, ask the question, like, what are we doing that supports this, this idea? And, yeah. and let's just, and let's just show it to the world. And, and if there's, if that list isn't very long, then, then, you know, there's, there's a gap, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and I get it because, and we, we have this problem at Rise too, where, where sometimes our brand is, is what I would describe as aspirational, Right. And, and that's a common situation for most brands out there is you kind of want to push, push a little bit um, from where you are. And, but the problem is, is if, 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 if the gap's too big, then your, your, your membership, your, your staff, or your, you know, they, they can start to become a little bit like disappointed where you're like, oh, really? We didn't, oh, you kind of said we, like, and then you get into like, you know, maybe we don't believe the hype and, and, and then that starts to become, you know, that's, that's where you lose your, lose your group. So, so it's like a little bit, a little bit aspirational, but not so much that you feel like you're kind of inauthentic, right?
0: No, that's, those are two great pieces of advice. Really great. And and the first piece is much like the, almost the recipe to Pecha Kucha where, you know, so much of it was about show, not tell. Whereas I remember some people would, you know, a slide would come up and they wouldn't actually say anything. The slide would say enough for itself. Mm-hmm. And, and then I remember analyzing afterwards, you go for drinks after uh, the night, you know, those nights you facilitated, you know, on Canby Street there, with the, you know, during that one season, and then Granville Street for the second, and you talk about the recipe that made that one talk so good, or what was the talk you remembered, or what was the talk that, like, left an impression, and it was so much about showing with a little bit of telling, because of so mm-hmm. much of it was slide-based, um, yeah. On that, the messaging, the, the shift of mentality from you know renters being kind of second class or third class citizens or lesser than. What what are your plans? What are you going to do? How are you going to shift that uh, in this next year with kind of messaging and marketing and you know, promotions?
1: I think it's um, I think it's just it it's just framing framing everything from a place of positivity. You know, so it's rather than, rather than, um, rather than that sort of, I don't want to say the negative, but rather than worrying about things like, you know, uh, whether my tap's going to work or not, um, maybe we could, maybe we could talk about, you know, other things. Um, and so I think it's just, it's just being, um, you know open to the idea that people want want to talk about um bigger issues in yeah. life you know they want to talk about loneliness or they want to talk about um you know design or or you know they want to talk about technology or you know this there's, there's all sorts of 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 things and there's no reason why just because you're in rental you can't talk about that stuff because because you know you're, you're seeing it um you know we're we're working on a custom app, right? So that so that all our people can talk to each other, right? Like that. Like just s- s- things that that shouldn't be that hard, right? It's like yeah. it's like, "Oh, well, you know, do you want do you want to opt into the community um, you know, song list or do you wow. want to, you know, do you want to maybe get together and and, you know, order food together or or maybe there's a, you know, dog walking service that we might all be able to be a part of or you know, who knows, or, or, you know, but I think the more that you can, that you can create infrastructure yeah. for people to participate in, then, um then, then it's great. And, and so, and, and certainly I've talked to others about, you know, pe- there, there's a, you know, I talk about a, an idea about kind of cultural cur- curation. So, yeah. co- so again, going back to my kind of roots uh, as a, as somebody who is like, a, you know, sometimes we saw ourselves as sort of like, dinner hosts but for like the city (laughs) yeah oh totally Um, yeah oh for sure right so 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 it's like okay so now i want to be like dinner hosts for a community so how do we do that you know so so maybe we you know we we bring in you know we we know we're going to get this like killer restaurant downstairs and so why don't we also then do cooking classes in that restaurant for people in the in the in the building so so instead of like one step would just be like hey you get five percent discount when you eat at so and so and it's like yeah yeah yeah, but that that's not interesting what about you know cooking classes or what about you know the garden on the roof grows you know whatever and that gets you know so again not these are not revolutionary ideas but they're hard like the simplest little idea is really hard and so you got to pick you know 20 of them and and you might get like half of one,
0: <laughs> or or right. you always hear about yeah. the um, complications with like the the you know landlord that disappears or the landlord that never replies or he comes in and he's the crotchety landlord. But if you like yeah. Jarvised it up, right? And you made some sort of app where they could be like, hey, I just got a leasey Faucet, and it much like SaaS products. Was it you get put into a queue and you say, all right, it's being looked after, and you you kind of know that someone's got it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's 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 um, yeah. We're now in the pl- in the world where technology is is. It's just its just it should be just fundamental to these yeah. types of situations right where yeah. where um, you know the idea of, of writing something on a piece of paper or giving it to someone and them writing it on a piece of paper and putting it somewhere like it's just it's just insane so yeah so um, yeah but again you know it's it's an industry that's been doing their thing for for the same way forever right so there's still people who write, who write rent checks, you know, for the year and give them in an envelope to the yeah. landlord, who puts, you know, like, so, so just trying to be aware of, of, you know, what kind of changes is, 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 is not that hard to do and is super helpful, and yeah. and then also being aware of, you know, fundamentally sometimes people, people's lives can't react yeah. quickly, and and you need to be you need to be flexible to allow that to happen.
0: Okay, so having gone from agency side to brand side is there any parts of agency side that you miss
1: yeah or I mean I miss the I miss the in some ways I miss the pace of it um, okay. you know like we would do I don't know probably 50 projects a year at cause and effect yeah. and and now you do you do three projects in in five years <laughs> so you so what I've learned to do it at at now that I'm kind of where I am is is that yeah. I've had to break up break up my stuff into like little tiny wins yeah. all, all along so that I feel like I'm actually achieving something. Yeah. Um because uh yeah, because it's just a very different pace than yes. when you when you're an agency and you're banging out work for others and, and it's quick and, and, and every day is a new day and there's a you know yeah. there's a there's a there's a real f- fun side to that. There's also a bit of a you know takes a toll. You know, yeah. the, the spinning the constant, plates you're juggling constant burn of, yeah. of chasing clients and, yeah. and feeding them feeding the monster and all that stuff yeah. right that that does take a toll and i have to say that i i do appreciate the fact that i'm uh i'm in this i'm in this place and i do have the time if i want to sit with an idea for a couple of weeks i can actually do that and 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 probably get a better outcome from
0: from that time right? better uh better digestion processing mm-hmm. you can actually like like the cows that chew the curd right you're just yeah. chewing it to get the most flavor and nutrition out of that grass so um yeah. yeah and you've got one boss versus 50 right now
1: yeah i mean well i would say that we we have a very interesting um structure at rise where where we have technically we have a boss who is um who is who um who kind of acts more as a, I would say more like a more like a combination of like sensei slash uh, advisor, yeah, um, and then and then there's quite a flat hierarchy after okay. that. So yeah. so really we're we're establishing an interesting model where we're where we're you know we owe each other a certain um, a certain level of, of respect and a certain level of, of delivery and uh, so that's so so I, in a way I have a bunch of bosses. Um, and that was, that was new for me, you know, coming from, from a world where I was my own boss for, for, you know, 12 years, um, being, having kind of owing people things is, is a bit, is a bit different. So that's been, that's been fun.
0: So Steven, any kind of closing advice, words, um, kind of what you're excited about for this next year, things that we can expect down the pipe from rise and brand to yet to be named, We're yet to watch and discover (laughs) the name of.
1: Well, you know what? So, so rise is in what I would call um, what are we doing? Growth, uh, growth phase. So big, big growth. We've we've upped we've upped our our game substantially. Um, Refinement. So, so we have this term internally that we call you know like a well-oiled machine. Like uh, you know we're we're really working on our processes and and then diversification. So, you know traditionally a developer is like buy land, build a building, sell a building, and you're done. Um, we're taking a bit of a new approach to that where sometimes we see ourselves a bit more sort of startup so we're so we've got our rental platform that's that's coming out this spring. We've actually decided that our um, construction team that we've had for for a decade is is going to start building for others um, as well as ourselves. We just there's just too much opportunity out there for yeah. for us and so, in doing that, um, we're going to actually sort of create a new brand for that for that business arm as well. So, so we have a new brand that's launching um, in the next, actually in the next couple of weeks for oh, our construction so team. That's great. Um, so that, so that because you know developers don't want another developer building for them, yeah. but yeah. you know, so yeah. so the name changes is, is is also there's some cultural differences there too, which is kind yeah. of in- interesting. So we've got that happening. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and we still, we still, you know, do, do commercial projects and, and condo stuff. And so we're, we're just, I think at a point where, you know, we got a lot of, we got a lot of pans in the fire and we're yeah. really excited about all of them. Um, and it's taken us a little while to kind of get to this place. So now it's like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And that's, awesome. uh, and, that's and that's a fun place to be, you know, and, and Vancouver's a fun place to be. There's tons, of always tons of conflict in Vancouver, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll figure some of these things out as a city. It'd be great to, to, you know, find our way through all this, all this, you know, divide, but uh, hopefully Rise can be a part of that.
0: Well, Stephen, it's been an honor to have you on the show. I've been a fan for a while and, and was, yeah, really impacted uh, personally. Uh, even professionally from the Knights over the years, and appreciate what you've done for our city, and and even now, just getting it's so fun getting to watch rise, and and just the the way you are differentiating yourself from all the other developers and the the cool stuff that's coming out. It's good to know the why and the how behind the scenes. I'm always fascinated by that because why did someone choose to do something so different? And uh, and it is a lot of work. It sounds like it's not as easy as maybe just being being more creative. Uh, so again, uh, listeners, check out RISE's uh, website, um, yeah, subscribe to some of the stuff that they're doing. I'll put a link in the bio as well for you. But Stephen, a real honor to have you here.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. I, You know what? It's uh, it's really great to, to connect over all the years and uh, and uh, I'm really impressed with what you've been able to do here. It's, uh, it's really
0: exciting. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for joining us this week, Marketing News Canada, and we'll see you next time on the show. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded at the Jelly Marketing Studio thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editor, Travis Jeffers.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies